Thank you for downloading this edition of Vleeties. Vleeties 147, right? Goodness gracious. We just keep moving along, my friends. No Kevin with us this week. We are back to me and Gino deep diving into Impact Wrestling into NWA comes up tonight. Little GCW, obviously, and of course, some of the top storylines for WWE, some of the projections that we kind of have in the future for that because we are in WrestleMania season, baby. Greatest time of the year for wrestling fans. And uh, thank you so much for being on that journey with us for your wrestling news and entertainment. Uh, again, my name is Ryan Van Vliet. Thank you for downloading. If you like this, check out hashtags and headlines. That's me and Geezy. A lot less wrestling, a lot more current events, just what's happening in the world. Gino and I do talk about gold and cryptocurrency towards the end of this. But for the most part, we keep it strictly wrestling, okay? Even when we talk about gold. Gino brings up Jeff Jarrett and his Global Force Gold. So, okay, we understand what you're here for. Thank you so much for downloading, and we will be uh, – the live stream from Trevo.life slash Fleeties will be aired right after this. It's always great to be here with you, man. This is an amazing night, amazing show every week. Oh, it's so fun. It is amazing. I agree with it. All the sentiments, everything you just said, fantastic points by you. You're starting off on a hot streak. You're trying to butter me up is what it is. Because you know what this weekend is. Is it this weekend, Gino? It is this weekend. An amazing Impact Wrestling premium uh, event. Their uh, monthly event. Yeah, I, I call everything that now. I think pay-per-view is kind of a dying thing. I think it's been dead. It's more fun that WWE finally is calling everything a premium live event. Because we were waiting like... Pay-per-view is its own company. Like to watch this, you had to call your direct TV, your cable providers, or your pay-per-view providers, what they were called. And you would have to go through, you know, Adelphia or Time Warner Cable to be able to get the pay-per-view. So it's almost more fun now that we have premium live events. That's what they should have been this whole time. Yes, but now with the impact they have their monthly impact plus events and then their fight events. So again, this is their monthly premium impact plus slash impact ultimate insider events. That's the and that's the problem, is that there's just so many ways to watch this stuff now. Whether you're watching you're not watching it on pay per view, you're watching it on Impact Plus or Ultimate Insiders, just call it a premium live event. That way we all know is this one live, by the way. That was one thing I was trying to say. I'm pretty sure it's live. But through just me looking up some of the details, I was like, is this fucking taped? This is live, right? This one is live. They taped the shows ahead of time before the last two weeks, three weeks. But yes, this event is live. There's no spoilers, no taping of this. Perfect. So for those who don't know what we're talking about, Impact Wrestling is the number one wrestling company that is headquartered in Tennessee. And it's one of my favorite things again. Like I really do think that No Surrender premium live event was such a turning point, another premium live event, for this company. Because it kind of felt like after Bound for Glory, and this happens to WWE, once you hit such a height, and you're at the tippy-top WrestleMania, you then fall kind of into the WrestleMania lull. And I think for Bound for Glory, I had that lull very much, where I thought, this show it can't get any better than this. Moose won the belt. It was almost like they needed like a season finale and take like three months off. And now we're finally getting back into the meat, Gino, because, dude, I'm enjoying Impact. Like, I didn't finish all of last week's, but it just seems like there's such a rhythm to it. And even though we're, we're, we're missing some guys, it, it just feels like they, have, they know what they're doing now, where I would argue a year ago, it kind of felt like we weren't sure. Obviously, we had COVID, but it wasn't like – it wasn't 
who's going to be here. We lost Tessa. We lost Brian Cage. We lost Johnny Nitro. We lost Austin Aries. It was just this string of green rope TNA that they never really shook. And now I think this company is on all cylinders. It really is. And that's why, like, the Forbidden Door really helped a lot. Again, with Impact and AEW's first little partnership, and now with AEW having this continuing partnership with New Japan, it's really helped revitalize Impact to be where it always should have been as number one in North America. Well, and, and what I like the most, I mean, you bring up, you know, you bring up, uh, New Japan, it's everyone. It really does feel like MLW, uh, AAA. It, 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 you, when it started, it was just AEW. It was sexy and different. We were excited for it. Now it's like better. It, 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 it's just better the way it is now because it literally feels like anyone could come in. Now, that also worries me because there's guys like Josh Alexander who may or may not be kayfabe. I didn't finish the episode. He might be actually gone from Impact, and then there's other guys that – kind of leave and i'm bummed when they do leave so you're not really sure who's sticking around long term and the forbidden door makes it more confusing who's here long term who's just here for a cup of coffee who here is black taru where they're here but they're just kind of a jobber here they're they're good stuff's only in mexico so it's just it's a fun time to watch this show and even though it's clearly still the number four or five whatever it is i might put it behind gcw now because gcw is a constant premium live event if you want to watch that show it's always a premium live event and impact is still kind of forgotten about and just kind of in the slums of wrestling right now but it's the best part of the slums gino it really is it's the best part of what you could just put on and be caught up and realize okay now we're good we can wait a few weeks then come back to it when the next premium live event is I'm shocked that this one is two weeks after the last one. I know that we we talked about that a little bit last week, but this is the official sacrifice go home show. Like I almost re- we're just gonna rebrand. It's gonna be the TNA show because uh, Kevin and I are gonna talk wrestling tomorrow. Gonna talk WWE and AEW like popular shit. All the 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 regular the nor- the normie stuff in wrestling is that what it's called? Gino, you know the normie stuff. I think it's mainstream normie stuff. Yeah, GCW and Impact are the real, like, the hardcore wrestling fans watch. I think GCW is normie shit, too, now. Like, it's, it's for me, for some reason, I watched a little bit of it. I watched uh, Tony Deppin and another skinny white guy fighting, and I just realized this shit is the worst. But there's an arena full of people screaming their heads off. And I feel like Bruce Pritchard watching ECW because I'm just wondering, why are you guys so in love with this? Like, it's just such a bizarre. Now, I will agree the main events, once you start cooking and you get X-Pac in there and you get some Joey Janela's involved, suddenly the, the blindfold's like, okay, now we're watching. Now I'm watching what you're all watching. I, I found it out. But, dude, come on. Tony Deppin versus whoever. Are we serious? Listen, Tony Deppin is great. I've realized this now. I've hated Tony Deppin because I was like, he's just that good of a heel. But I'm realizing that was work. I was being worked to hate Tony Deppin. He's actually really good. I'm so confused sometimes when you say, like, I look, I thought he was shitty. But then I realized he's shitty on purpose. So him being shitty is great. Like, sometimes I feel like you're more metaverse than we know, Gino. And I think Tony Deppin's the worst. I think that GCW is not good but i love impact so what do i know like i'm the, i'm the worst so we do have sacrifice this weekend uh what's up with this before we uh get dive deep into sacrifice what is happening with wwe like i we're having this tag match this big triple threat tag team match that might get made into a fatal four-way 
that's on Raw next week. But this weekend, there's like, is, is there a premium live event this weekend in Madison Square Garden? Like, how? I'm so confused. The road to WrestleMania has never been more treacherous. Yes, we're having this home, sh- this house show that I, again, don't know if there's any way we're, the public, going to be able to watch it. So we're going to be able to hear the news of if Brock Lesnar beat whoever his opponent is going to be, since it won't be Bobby. I, I'm not against this idea, by the way, of WWE like promoting their house shows and saying, hey, you want to see some good shit? You got to buy a ticket. Like, I think that's not a bad idea. We've heard Bruce Pritchard say live event business is going to come back. Like Live event business is what they want. They want you to buy a ticket to go and see their shit. And I don't think that's a terrible idea. Like I've been to shows where it's you know John Cena versus Curtis. Now, JR wasn't saying this, but just pretend he was, okay? Now, we've got John Cena versus Kurt Angle. For the WWE title, it's going to take place in San Bernardino. You got to go there this Friday night. And, yes, I went to that show, and John Cena won. Uh, I think there was another title match, too, where, like, Val Venus and Viscera got, like, a tag title shot. Or they might have been the champs, whatever it was. There was, like, there were title matches on this house show, and I I knew the belts weren't going to change hands, but it is almost a great idea to advertise like, Hey, by the way, we do live events where titles might change hands. Cause they'll do that every once in a while. But what do you think? Is that, is that archaic business? Do you know, should they focus on content creation rather than, Hey, buy a ticket and come see our shit. I feel they should, but at the same time, this is still WWE's business and they ran on the idea of live entertainment, live sports. So they're going to go back to it and have these live events and be like, you got to make them special. So we're going to have mm-hmm. a world time match where WrestleMania could change and just make people be like, you got to go here if you want to see if WrestleMania, our biggest show, is going to change and be completely different. Because even stuff like, because even stuff like GCW, and I've jokingly called all those premium live events, like that crowd is going apeshit. And there's an event uh, in Dallas. The, the week of mania for GCW and it actually looked kind of good. Um, so yeah, it just seems like, you know, why, why not advertise your live event business? And, and this is Madison square garden. So this is their, this is their biggest venue and their, this is their hometown. And Used to be. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, I think ever since ring of honor ran that show, they really were like, Nope, never again. No one else gets to run in this biz- this building ever again. And I don't know, I think in New York, like, is WWE still a New York company? It, it just hasn't felt like that in years for me. Like, it always seems it really like, has. like, yeah, I feel like WWE is clearly a Florida business, but we're still pretending that, no, 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 we're, we're, we're from Stanford, damn it. Uh, so, I, I don't know, it just seems like maybe Madison Square Garden is the, it's Kevin in the chat, like, it's because it's MSG, that's a great point. I mean, WWE has sold, and this is a week ago, but uh, our good friends at What Culture, I'm Vladis from Buck Culture, by the way, and uh, it looks like they've sold 5,300 tickets out of 9,500. So maybe they were just like, "We need to get this show sold out. Let's put Bobby versus Brock just for the the audience, right? Like a house show with that many seats. They need to sell it out. Yes, they need to sell it out, and they need to be like, okay, you could get Bobby versus Brock." Or you'll get someone that Paul Heyman thinks is fit just like Bobby, which who knows who that could be. It's probably Roman. Could be Cain Velasquez. I mean, he's getting charged with attempted murder. It might be fun to to get him in a de- – maybe this is all part of an angle. Uh, also, what happened to Randy Orton uh, on Raw? So I just watched Hulu Raw earlier today. Hulu Raw, by the way, is – Catch the buzz. Feel the sting. It's so good. Thank you so much, Cassidy. 
for the chicken winner. Gino, what happened? Is Randy Orton going to get uh, Montez Ford fired? Did that splash land a little too snug? I honestly don't know, man. That did worry me. I'm just like, that did look off, and it could be Randy might put in a word with somebody backstage, be like, he is a little bit of a tough worker. Maybe we need to put him away like Mr. Anderson. So who knows if that's what's going to happen. We're going to have to see the next couple of weeks. We'll have Mystery Profits. Yeah, after the I, I know that that's what everyone thought immediately. It was like, oh, my God, they're, he's going like to – fans are even tweeting at Randy, like, please don't Mr. Kennedy Montez Ford. Like, people are really worried. And, look, I think Mr. Kennedy uh, – I think what happened to him probably went a little bit further than he messed up a suplex because even Bruce was – everyone has, like, Mr. Anderson stories, okay? I did have a friend who met him, though, and said he was incredibly nice. But uh, – I don't. I, nothing's gonna happen to Montez. Okay, he's gonna be fine. And look, I think even Montez tweeted, "Pin the world champion, got the woman, and everyone is healthy all in one night." God is great. So Randy Orton must be fine. He probably got the wind knocked out of him, and that was awesome. I thought I was actually part of it for a second there. Everyone was freaking out on Twitter. Like, so at work, I could not wait to watch Hulu Raw. And then when I saw this moment, I was like, "He's fine." What do you think happened, Gino? Sternum broke or what? I don't know what could have happened. It looked bad, but at the same time, it could just be that Randy's really good at working. So I'm like, maybe Randy just sold it really well, but it did look the way he landed was not the way he was supposed to. <laughs> well, and he has shoulder issues, all right? I did watch uh, Evolution of a Predator where he was roll he was on a foam roller working on his shoulders. He's like, my shoulders dislocate all the time. Like, Poor kids are just as bright and just that as sounds awful, white dude. kids. Thank you so much for the stay safe spell by I Have Grit. So I think we're going to be fine. Randy Orton will be at uh, he'll be at Raw next week. This was all part of putting over Montez Ford, who is destined for great things, right? It is, and that's why again Randy and Riddle lost. So either them or Off Academy are winning next Monday. That's these wrestler men because those are the only two that lost on Monday. It's not going to be Kevin Owens. Is is so? What am I watching, Gino? Why are people telling me Stone Cold's fighting Kevin Owens? Why are people telling me Vince McMahon's going to wrestle? Like, what's happening here? Like, are we really going to smash build McMahon versus Pat McAfee for WrestleMania? We are smashing that. Just putting that up there, and then it's going to, like, swerve us because they might realize, okay, the last Mania match Vince had was against Bret Hart. We don't want that. We'll have Austin Theory replace Mr. McMahon last second. He uses the eraser, changes it from McMahon to Austin Theory. But also, yeah, the whole Kevin Owens, Stone Cold, I believe that. Or Kevin Owens has a match and then Stone Cold, JBL, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels get involved and just beat the hell out of him because he, he hates Texas. Yeah, he's, he's anti-Texas, so... Like, is Blood Hunter going to be the – I mean, he's the Texas heavyweight champion. So there's so many, like, ways that they can go with the way they're building it. It just seems like Stone Cold's the – I don't know. I, I, I look at the calendar constantly. That's all I do is stare at calendars. And I go, WrestleMania is how many weeks away? Like, right now it's March 1st. So if it were me, I would have announced it now, like today. So that way I have the entire month of March to put posters all around America and the world – Letting people know Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be at WrestleMania. If you haven't booked your travel, you better get it booked. Austin is wrestling a match. Like we announced Brock and Roman, we made that official on Friday night. Like it's we uh, Logan Paul and the Miz, they made sure they were made official. There's all of these big matches that are made official so far in advance. It seems so weird to let the Austin one happen three weeks before Mania. 
It does, but that's the same issue, like the same thing would happen with Tanker and Cena a couple of years back. We didn't know if that was going to happen. We were like, sure it will, but they just didn't want to say it. So it might be like, it's just going to be a squash match. Kevin Owens, Stone Cold, Stone Cold beats him. Oh, gosh, but that was awful. Well, it was cool. Like, the storyline, it made sense, and it was different. I agree it was unique, the way they built that and delivered on that. But we don't want to see that with Stone Cold. We've waited 19 years or whatever it is to have another Austin match, and it's just a 10-second kick-to-the-gut stunner uh, in the name of Texas. Like, it just seems like there should be a little bit more than that for, hey, Austin's going to have one more match, or he's returning to the ring after 19 years. He's fighting the other guy who does a stunner. And maybe maybe all he can handle is a 19-second match, and maybe you're right, but it also seems like Austin's going to be at WrestleMania. Austin is the biggest wrestler of all time in a lot of ways. Like People people who don't even watch wrestling tell me what Stone Cold did on, on Instagram. I don't even follow Austin on social media. So I, I think that you you got to make that well-known, that this is what WrestleMania is all about. We have Brock on it. Ronda's having a match. We're already announcing all of these epic matches. We got to make it. We got to put it on the poster now. Austin's having a match. And at the same time, though, we have the Lone Star, the Lone Star Redneck, Stone Cold. And technically, he's always on it by that Lone Star of Texas. That is Stone Cold. Oh, that's what he it is. Texas. Because he's doing. he did the commercial for it, and it just feels like, yeah, I mean, he's – he, he's been around it enough to get a buzz about it. If you say he's wrestling at it, suddenly all those fans in, in Germany who were unsure about going to WrestleMania, they see Austin's on the card. They're booking travel, Gino. They're going to come to GCW, whatever that show's called. They're going to come to uh, Palais Pro Wrestling, whatever that show's called. They're going to go see world-class pro wrestling to see Bloodhunter at whatever that show's called. There's so many indie shows happening. All of these fans from Germany who were on the fence, they're all coming now to see Stone Cold Steve Austin. That just makes the most sense. By the way, I forgot to write this down. I should have wrote this down because I thought it was hilarious. Thunder Rosa is booking a show in, in Dallas that weekend, and she's getting annoyed because the wrestlers that she's paying to fly in are getting booked on other shows and the other promoters aren't splitting the plane ticket with her. Like, you know, you should, you should pay your share. And it just made me so happy that the comments agreed with me. Cause I always get nervous that the comments won't agree with me. These comments litter up. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is WrestleMania weekend. You should be paying WWE to have a show in Dallas that weekend. That's why there's a two-night WrestleMania, because of all of you indie companies that take advantage. It made me happy, Gino. Fuck that, right? These indie shows that, oh, it's Mania weekend. Every wrestler in the world better go to this. It does upset me, like, that's her opinion. But at the same time, I'm like, they should pay for it. Like, I, I took it in a different perspective. I was like, you should pay your athletes to come here in case for travel. Travel, that makes sense. They could pay their own, like, nights if they have to but at least pay them well is what i thought because I, I thought she's looking at this as a wrestler's perspective and not as the booker that she's trying to well, be for this well show. no she's she's getting annoyed as the booker because hey uh let, let's throw it hey roxy who's actually going to wwe terrible example hey rock hey roxy we want you to come to this show it's going to be thursday night it's going to be in dallas uh, we'll cover your airfare okay all right sounds good now i'm roxy i know I have a ticket that's going to get me to Dallas. Now, what else am I going to do on these other days? Uh, hey, I text promoter Y from Martinez Pro Wrestling. Hey, I'm going to be in Dallas that weekend. I'm flying in for the Thunder Rosa show for Thursday. 
Do you have any openings for Friday? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for texting me. I do have some openings. Here you go. Like, I think that's how it works. I think if you're bring, like, if Thunder Rosa is already agreeing to pay plane tickets, why not co-promote? Why not get some of these other companies on your end as the business owner to come and find these you people? you remember when we super kicked you right in the face? What? A new follower, Patricia. I got to fix the sounders. Did you hear that? That was terrible. It did sound a little bit off, but yes, Patricia, thank you for joining us, following this channel as we have this great discussion about WrestleMania weekend and just the entire week of WrestleMania. That's five weeks away. Yeah, but I just, I I looked at it from the, like, yeah. Malak High Black says Davey Richards would be so disappointed in Eddie. Davey Richards is one of our favorites, and he will be at one of these shows, WrestleMania weekend here in Dallas. I hope Thunder Rosa paid for his travel. So she's paying the bill, Gino. The wrestlers are showing up, and then she's getting mad at the wrestlers for taking bookings elsewhere. She wants other promoters to help split the cost. Now, she's not all the way wrong. I kind of agree with her. But it does feel like you're just picking the evil empire that is WWE. Everybody hates Vince laying off all these wrestlers. Oh, he's still having a show? We'll all be there. We're all going to go. We all love WWE when it's WrestleMania weekend, when it's SummerSlam weekend. As soon as it's not that, oh, fuck them. They're the worst. Well, I mean, they love it because they know they can, again, pick up the scraps from that. Get people coming here to their shows. They do this all the time. They want to make sure, hey, we can make a lot of money from here by being in the same venues during that week or at least close by that a lot of people are going to be here. They are be free pretty much the entire week. Yeah, and look, I agree. Great business strategy. It makes sense. Like, I just, for me, that always kind of gets my geese goose and when we all hate on WWE, but WrestleMania weekend, WrestleCon, like it, we're pretending that we're not all gathering in this one city because that's where the evil empire, that's where the Death Star is this weekend. Every wrestling fan is going to WrestleMania, so every wrestler needs to get there as well. Whether or not they're employed by WWE, they're taking advantage of if you buy a travel package through WWE and you want to go see the, the, the Palais Pro Wrestling Show, it's not like WWE says, hey, Palais Pro, um, that guy, we're actually, we're paying for his travel or he paid us for travel. You have to pay us as well. Cause he's coming here for you. Like it's no, come on, Gino. There's, we're all adults here. Randy Orton's fine. Kane Velasquez tried to murder somebody sacrifices this weekend. Wrestling's great. Wrestling is great, man. And all since we did kind of brush over G stuff really quick GCW, next week, they have a show GCW. here in Atlanta and I'm going to be going to him and it's going to be amazing. You're going outside. Hell yeah, it's going to be an amazing show. It's going to be Matt Cardona has a match against a 70-year-old dude. He has to get ready for his match against Dirty Daddy. It's going to be great because he's going to beat the hell of this old dude. He's going to kill Chris Dickens. It's going to be amazing. Oh, GCW debuts in Atlanta. This is all, dude, look at this. Uh, uh, What's his name? Greg Lauderdale? Brett Lauderdale. He tweeted, where the big boys play. Uh, The independent promotion's last event of the year. Till Infinity, that's different. This is something different. That is not Astronaut. Oh, this is is last year. What's it called? Astro what? Astronaut. GCW Astronaut. Astronaut. Great name for a pay-per-view, Gino. What does that mean? Why is it called that? It's just like to Infinity and Beyond Space Exploration finally coming here to Atlanta, I believe. Who knows? Which wrestler is this? Is that TJP? Is he going to be there? He could be. We don't know who's all going to be. There's a lot of people already booked, but they could still put more. Oh, they haven't announced it yet. How much are ticks? Did you get the $54 ticks? 
thankfully, our good friend here, Quigley, has actually helped me a lot. He helped me with the tickets and going to give me some travel there to and from. So it's going to be basically $50 right there on stage. It's going to be an amazing night. And again, I still greatly appreciate that. Help me out. Quig- Quigley is your Thunder Rosa. Who would have thought? That's incredible. Malachi Black. Oh, what an amazing Ew, gift sub. Wow. Gino, what's the, so are you going to get, while you're there, can you please ask Brett, uh, what's his name? Brett Lauderdale. I'm going to remember it for a job. Wouldn't that be fun if you worked for GCW? It would be sick if I can get a job at GCW, but I don't know if I'd be able to do all the extreme travel they do, like how quick they set everything up and can do a whole show, like one week here, then go right on the road for another week, be right there, prepared for everything. Like it's a lot of work and I respect the hell out of all the guys that do it. Look, somebody does that, okay? It's, it's, they do it. You can figure it out. I think you could do it, Gino. You always sell yourself short. You have no faith in yourself, and that's what I try and get out of you. Just be. What, what do you think the other guy who sets up the ring really fast does? He's probably some schlub. He's probably some huge piece of shit who doesn't have a friend like Quigley who's hooking him up. I think you could set up this ring faster than him, Gino. What do you think? It might be possible. And I got to like figure this out. I'll see what I can do when I'm there. It's going to be an amazing night one way or the other, being a part of this crowd again. It's been years since being at a live event. It's going to be amazing. Dude, in a premium live event at that. So I see three matches announced. Nick Wayne versus A.R. Fox. Those are your favorites. A.R. Fox is really good. Again, he was one of the guys that was really surprised that Darby didn't sign him because he worked in the ball for a short time. I was like, he could really do something they never did. Oh, my gosh. Jonathan Gresham is going to be there. Can you contain yourself? Will you try and kiss him? No, I won't try to kiss him because I don't want Jordan Grace to go after me, but it's going to be a great match that he's going to have for the ROH World title since Bandito ain't defending his shit anyway. Aren't they Matt? They're having right a match there. in Dallas. Ring of Honor is back, baby. And it's going to be Bandito versus Gresham title unification match. I'm going, and Quigley's paying for my travel. Damn, it's going to be a nice time for you to go to see Super Card of Honor. It's going to be an amazing night. We also are going to have Swerve and fucking Alex Zane at the same card. It's going to be great. Eight, the Hate Club, Nick Cage and Matt Tremont, who I actually know Matt. Is it Tremont or Tremont? Tremont. I saw him wrestle at a. I didn't see him live. Combat Zone Wrestling. I watched one of his matches there. Oh, my gosh. It was a blood bloodbath. The Second Gear Crew, your favorite, Mance Warner, Light Beers and Lariats, yep. and Matthew Justice. For the titles, uh, obviously, Second Gear Crew, right? Well, the, they don't have the titles right now, do they? Fucking uh, Briscoe still have them. I see. The Briscoe's lost them to Hey Club. I forgot that was a p- terrible match. Oh, no. It was actually a pretty good match. It was actually one of my it favorites. <laughs> It was one of my favorites, I, Gino. I'm a big GCW I, mark. I understand you are. The Hay Club's really good, though. Like, yes, they won it from the Briscoes. Even the Briscoes, I was, I'm still want Briscoes and FTR, which will happen in the near future. It's happening Hopefully in Mania. Anyway. Did you watch 205 Live today? I did not watch 205 Live. I watched NXT. Oh, they're smash booking it. They smash booked uh, FTR versus uh, the Briscoes. It's happening at Mania. It's going to be awesome. Blake Christian, Jonathan Gresham, two of your favorites. They're going to lock horns. Matt Cardona is also said to be there. Ali Catch, who I'm not a big fan of. Gringo. Is that Gringo Loco? Yeah, Gringo Loco. Okay. The base, big dude. Big I like Gringo Richard. Loco. Deppin sucks. Why does he honestly? Deppin's cool. Why is Deppin? Yeah, look up uh, GCW's Twitter, like their most recent tweet. They have a tweet of Matt Cardona's match. Oh, is he they fighting? So he's, he's fighting some old fuck? Is that the guy's name? Some yeah, old, some old, some old like, fuck. Some old name fuck. Is action something. Why is fun the police training next to Beto? 
All right, never mind, Gino. We got to back off. We can't get involved in that. They're at GCW. All right, I think I follow them. Are they at GCW? They should be Game Changer Wrestling. Oh, I didn't type Game Changer Wrestling. Here, let's click it now. GCW Game Changer Wrestling. Long live GCW. They have a P.O. box. Gino, have you sent anything there? I have not sent anything to their P.O. box. I've seen a million GCWs come and go. It'll never last. To their uh, ballroom show. Oh, Splitmaster Sexy says some old fuck versus take a shit. Yeah, take a shit. Take her. Pagano versus Satica. Are you excited? That's the show that's going to be at my, in Dallas, isn't it? They have a lot of shows in Dallas. That's for the collective. It's like the entire week of shows, and that could be a really good show. Okay, World on Lucha update. All right, listen to me, Gino. Pagano versus Sadika. That's going to be great. Johnny Caballero. That's Johnny Mundo, for those who aren't familiar. Laredo Kid. He's going to be there. Psychosis. He's going to be there. I don't know the other two guys. So that's going to be a great show. I'm going to be there. Matt Cardona versus Mike Jackson. Isn't that the guy that beat CM Punk in UFC? I wouldn't be surprised if CM Punk lost to a 70-year-old man, Mike J- Jackson. The biggest match of my life, me versus Action Mike Jackson. He might be 70-something years old, but he's a tough SOB. He's a perfect opponent to help me prepare for Chris Little Dickinson. Yes, it's going to be an amazing setup for him versus Dirty Daddy. This and Dirty what... Daddy's going to get his ass kicked by Matt. And this is what you like. This is your favorite show. Yes, this is my favorite show. It's building up for this amazing match that Matt is going to have with Chris Dickinson. Because Chris Dickinson's this great wrestler who's also going to have a match that same week in Mania Week against Minoru Suzuki, his second match against yeah, that's, this all sounds great. You know, we have important wrestling to talk about, though, okay? Enough of this indie nonsense, all right? Like, why are we even talking about indie shit when Moose is defending the Impact World title at an indie event, Gino? What, well, who let this happen? Who announces Moose is defending his title when he has a title defense this Saturday night? Who did this? I don't know. This must be something that fucking Scott DeMore is trying to do to piss off Josh Alexander even more that he's not getting his title match. But at some indie show, Moose is defending his title against this guy and some other indie dude that no one knows or cares about. Well, this is Speedball Mike Bailey. So, I mean, that's okay. But it just seems odd that Wrestling Revolver announced that Impact World Champion Moose will be defending his title against Speedball Mike Bailey at their next event on April 16th. Now, what's frustrating about this is this Saturday night, Moose is defending the Impact World Championship against Heath. Now, it's live. So, is there any chance that Heath uh, ruins the plans for Wrestling Revolver, wins the Impact World? Why is Heath getting a title shot? What's happening? Well, you and I saw that amazing promo that Heath cut, that heartfelt speech where he... This guy who came into Impact who decided not to try and protect Impact from honor no more, but he still wants this title shot, so he's getting it before Josh Alexander, who's suspended indefinitely. But why Heath is what I'm saying. Like, I look because at the Impact store. I look at Impact Wrestling, and I just I'm I get more and more perplexed by the decision making process that happens here because uh, Heath was like. A mid-carder in W. Would you call him a mid-carder? Wasn't he like a notch below mid-carder in WWE? I would consider near the end of his time, maybe he was a mid-card because he was tag team with Rhino. Like, what was the what was his ceiling? Do you think in WWE? Like when him and Justin Gabriel were tag champs? Like, what was the three MB? What was the moment where Heath Slater can hang his hat and go, "I crushed it in WWE." Him and Rhino. Like, yeah, there's really not a lot. Out of maybe him and Brock Lesnar, that was pretty fun. 
He had a moment with Brock where he didn't give a shit about his kids. The I got kids thing was pretty funny. And him not getting drafted was pretty funny. But to see him now still kind of schlubbing it in impact, it's not like he has great matches or does anything relevant. Like that stuff with Violent by Design felt like it could have been bigger. And it felt like the culmination, but it also felt like it could have went longer. There could have been more matches that we got out of it. Once it was settled, it was just over and everyone went their separate ways. I, I haven't seen Heath in years, I feel like. I feel like after that VBD storyline, he vanished. And now he's just popping up saying, I deserve a title shot. But meanwhile, there's yeah. so many other guys on this show that I think would be a great program for Moose. But a lot of those guys are busy right now because we have honor no more still going around. So we have Impact trying to defend their honor still. And we have people like Violet by Design and Good Brothers shooting. Like so again, we have the guys who are in the middle of other stuff, so we can't like intertwine them into the world title picture. We have to finish their stories first. But where's where's Brian Myers? Where's W. Morris? Like, was weren't we building to more with that? Is this just clearly a detour? Like, oh well, we have a show two weeks away. Let's just give Heath a throwaway title shot. We'll give Moose an easy victory. Yes, and then we're gonna have Brian Myers get involved and. Beat the hell out of Moose and Brian Myers gonna get world title. Beat the, beat the hell out of. I almost like Weasley Brian Myers. It, it's fun. I, I like what they're doing with him. Let's yes, go Sam to is the best. His alternate commentary is the best. Let's talk about sacrifice. Let's do it before we ride off into that glorious sunset. You know, this is the sacrifice go home show. I almost renamed this thing. It was gonna be Vleeties One Forty Seven, or I was just gonna change the entire branding, and we were gonna be called going forward. The Sacrifice Go Home Show. Because I think this is going to be the biggest wrestling event of our lifetimes, okay? I know you're going to GCW and you're going to see Deppin. I know that I'm going to GCW and I'm going to see Satika. So before all of that, our lives are going to be changed forever with Impact Wrestling. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. This is going to be an amazing stacked car with these nine, ma- eight matches. They might add like a ninth, like BTI match. There'll be some BTI stuff. It seems like with their premium live events, they have like an hour of pre-show stuff where they will have multiple matches. Maybe even two, yeah, two or three matches will be on there. And they'll probably only have seven matches on the main card. Like I think, uh, I don't know, that jo- this Jonah shit might need to be bumped off. But let's start there. Jonah versus PCO. Jonah's the top dog. PCO is is uh he's there. You love PCO. He's so laughable just as far as him trying to walk makes me kind of go, oh God. So you you're That's on board. Part of the gimmick. I know I'm sure it's part of the gimmick, not by choice. It's Frankenstein's monster. So and who is Frankenstein? Wasn't Jimmy Jacobs supposed to be Frankenstein? He was kind of supposed to be Frankenstein, but they weren't able to do the whole story. That's what was Dan House was kind of the Frankenstein, the PCO and ROH. It was weird. And now we're just with PCO. He's so, just PCO. Now, this one's actually this one's tricky for me as far as picking a winner here. Because Jonah yes. lost his first match, and then he had a squash match against Taru. This could either be a squash match, or it could be, well, you're probably leaving the company anyway after this. You're probably going to New Japan Strong, or you're going to Japan in general. So you're just going to put over PCO because we they bragged on social media that they signed PCO. So somebody likes PCO there. Can't, isn't As he, people should. Isn't he going to win? I do feel the PCO, the monster, is going to slay the big man. We're going to have again this big Goliath match. We're going to have again this two kaiju big monsters fighting. And the big dog is going to be slain by 
the monster. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I think PCO is going to win just because I think Jonah's moving on. And I know that I just kind of brought up earlier Impact. I get annoyed when people leave. Jonah has never felt like a permanent fixture of Impact Wrestling. He came in just to have that huge moment against Josh. Now Josh is gone. He beat Black Taru, which doesn't mean much. And now he has the opportunity to lose to PCO. That's like his third match, fourth match, because he, he did wrestle since, you know, like a Zicky Dice or somebody. So I think it's okay that we're going to lose Jonah. I'm going to be saddened. But also, yeah, what are you doing? Top dog? Just go to Japan. You're going to be perfect. You versus Kushida. Not Kushida. Okada. That'll be outstanding. I can't wait. Um, let's save knockouts for a little later. Rhino with all the guys who lost by his side against Eddie Edwards. Uh, Team Impact finally getting a chance for some revenge on Eddie Edwards. Eddie's beating Rhino, right? Rhino's Rhino's old. I do feel that Eddie's going to beat Rhino and also because this week on Impact we're going to have Macklin versus Eddie. So we're going to see where this sets up because hopefully Macklin will get a shot to actually have a big pay-per-view moment to show that he is an Impact player and actually support Impact better than all these guys because Eddie's probably going to beat everybody until he has to fight Macklin again where Macklin will beat the If it was Macklin versus Eddie Edwards at the pay-per-view, I'd be way more interested. The fact that it <coughs> is Rhino, that tells me this isn't going to be good. I don't know. I, I don't know. It just seems like I, I talked about Black Taru as, as the guy that gets squashed. Rhino is of that same ilk where why would you have Rhino go over on an Eddie Edwards right now? Because you're not setting Rhino up for any sort of important rivalry right now. Uh, or maybe they would. No, they're not doing that. I've been listening to a lot of something to wrestle with. ECW Megasode just dropped. So when I wasn't listening to Lex Friedman today, that's what I was listening to this morning. Rhino could be a main eventer, Gino, but he's not. He really could, but yes, he's not, and he's not going to win against Eddie Edwards. They should have saved McLeversay for the paper instead of just having it on impact this week. Yeah, it seems like Rhino versus Eddie, you give Eddie a big win on TV going into the pay-per-view, and then Eddie can still beat Macklin as we still progress the story, but I still think it's a little more of a, oh, maybe Macklin does get the big win. They've been pushing him. Rhino hasn't been getting pushed. How is he going to win a match? So not a big fan yep. of that booking there. So, so far, not – not living up to the no surrender card that we watched, but give it time, okay? Give it a second. Let's uh, let but before we get in to the championship portion of our show, let's talk about Alex Shelley versus Jay White. Alex Shelley is back in Impact Wrestling. Is that Chris Saban in his corner, according to Wikipedia? Because uh, Chris Saban's doing double duty as a manager. He's also going to be in Rhino's corner. Uh, Jay White is he's like all in on Impact. I'm liking it because. Uh, first of all, he's not even American. I don't know why I was about to say that, but uh, he seems like he's part of this new Japan United States movement, right? Yes, the U.S. of J is always going to be here. Jay White is going to be staying here at Impact, working with AEW, working New Japan Strong, where he has the U.S. of J open. Every strong start's going to be amazing to yeah. see him continue here in America. Yeah, I like I, I like his work. I know that you like Will Ospreay. I don't like Will Ospreay. I like Jay White. I know that some people like Kenny Omega. I used to like Kenny Omega, but right now I like Jay White. I think Jay White has some pretty good matches, and I think he kind of gets slept on. Why do you think he doesn't have the same respect as like a Kenny Omega or a, or a Will Ospreay? I think it's because people don't see him still as this Bullet Club leader. They see him as the guy he was before he didn't have the beard he still they still kind of see him as the young boy that he was before 
turning and finally being a heel, being his own guy, and becoming Switchblade. But isn't that what Kenny did too? Like Kenny was just like baby face little kid guy behind AJ Styles, and and then once Kenny became the leader, suddenly he gained all this new notoriety and this new respect. And I guess Jay White hasn't had three hour long matches with uh, Okada. Maybe that's what made Omega. But I, I watch a lot of this Jay White stuff. I like the promos more than I like an Omega promo. I like the matches more than I like an Osprey match. What am I? Is it just because I like WWE and he looks more like a WWE guy? Does he really look like a WWE guy to you? He looks like Edge. Oh, <laughs> I guess I can see Edge. He looks like Edge and one. Seth Rollins, and he just—if if you were telling me Seth Rollins, black beard, black hair, long hair—that's everyone. You could say he's Elias too. They, yeah, good call. He evolution. looks like Elias. Looks, Seth Rollins, Elias. Yeah, he's like a bigger Adam Drew Cole. They're—they're going to love him there. He's got an accent. He's like Drew McIntyre. Like, there's so many like you could plug and play Jay White so many different ways. And I and I love him. I think he's great. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. And I would also like to point out, he's going to smash Alex Shelley. He is. Again, Alex Shelley's going to come back. We're going to have this big moment, be like, the guns are back, but Jay White's going to beat the hell out of the guns. He's going to beat up on Alex Shelley. He's going to like have the fucking Blade Runner on Chris Saban. No one's going to stand tall, but Jay White and Chris Bay setting up the real Bullet Club leader. Even though Tabatanga Tagaloa believe that this is not the real Bullet Club leader, I just enjoyed the truth. I just enjoyed a sip of water thanks to Auld Lang Sign. Thank you, Auld Lang Sign. Yes, I I love this water. And Jay White seems to be very popular in the Vladis chat right now. So I, I I'm glad that I'm not the only one. I think Osprey, and I know I might lose some people. I don't think Osprey is that good. So maybe that's where whenever people are singing the praises of Osprey, I stand up for Jay White because I I do. The Reddit, the Reddit things that I'm on, Gino. Everybody seems to think Will Osprey is this god, and Jay White is beneath him. And I just don't get that at all. I think that Osprey matches are very well choreographed, and I think uh, Jay White's look like a fight. So I'm into that. But Gino, it's time to enter the championship portion of our evening, as we have not one, not two, and not three, but four. I think we have. No, we have five, Gino, championship matches on this card. Holy shit. And it, just much like the Seven Nations uh, rugby matches, this will change time and space forever. That was my Matt Stryker impression, Gino. How was it? It was really good, even though he's no longer with Impact, so you don't need to do it anymore. How great is Aiden English on commentary on Impact? I I love Matt and... He's great. Matthew Raywald, and again, we have Tom Hannif in there. Great combination, but I also just, I love the alternate commentary with the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, more than everybody. Oh, He's yeah. the greatest on commentary. He's fantastic. And I, and like, I. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white Thank kids. you, I have great. And, and I know I fanboy on here for Brian Myers, and it's, I feel like it's well deserved. He's probably, and he's one of the guys I'm constantly wondering. When is it time for him to leave Impact? Like he's he had that title shot. We didn't think he was going to win, but it was kind of it was that moment where I thought he should be the main eventer of this fucking show. Like what? What? Why not him? He cuts a good promo. He has a good match. Uh, his stuff he did with Eddie Edwards almost made me like Eddie Edwards. I was like, no, this is great. So I'm a Brian Myers boy, 
And he is the most professional wrestler. I don't care what anybody says. So, yes. And we all know that if it was not for Brian Myers, everyone's favorite guy, MJF, would not be where he is today because MJF came from Creative Pro. Creative so you Pro. all should be thanking the greatest professional wrestler, the most professional wrestler, Brian Myers, for your favorite wrestler, MJF. Yes, he is my current favorite wrestler in AEW right now because last week when CM Punk came out and goes, was that real? It made me realize MJF is carrying this feud and the old fuck who lost UFC fights is like, is that real? So, yes, Gino, it's, it is time for the championship portion of our show. And let's kick it off with the X Division title. It's going to be Trey Miguel defending against, uh, what's his name, Jake something. Jake something rules. Uh, he's another... He's another one of the guys that isn't X Division. He's obviously like 280 pounds. He's huge. He's a big man. And uh, he's not winning the belt. I feel Jake something is winning this belt this Saturday. It's going to be an amazing moment. Trey Miguel is going to have this big offensive flurry. But we're going to have Jake something be able to stop it and be the top guy finally in the X Division. You think so? What do you mean finally? It's not like they've been building this for months. Like he's going to they've be been an X Division. Suddenly guy. building it by not building. Like Trey Miguel, by the way, is somebody that I've always just looked at as he's X Division forever. Jake something is kind of the same ilk as like a Macklin, where this is clearly just a in between you know me doing something else now jake something needs to work on character a little bit more i don't know where you're at on his character work uh so i think that his next move wouldn't i don't think i can't see him defending belts against x division guys he's a big guy so anytime he wrestles a chris bay or an ace austin i'm always gonna be like why is this gigantic guy supposed to be the underdog i don't know he he needs to be fighting jonah next month not not Trey Miguel or, or Ace Austin. Well, I'm just trying to think, like, what Impact could be doing and, like, who could be next with the next set of pay-per-views with what they've been booking with the X Division. I'm just thinking Trey Miguel's pretty much beaten everybody. I don't know if Jake something's lost to everybody. So I'm like, they could do some with Jake as champion more than Trey as champion, possibly. Unless they do sign more people, but who knows because we still don't know where Swerve is going. Well, as we move towards Rebellion, don't you think that this Honor No More thing is going to kind of evolve into we're winning belts now? Because if that's the case, Trey Miguel's the perfect champion to lose to like a Kenny King or a, or a, uh, what's, a Matt Bennett, not Matt Bennett, Mike Bennett or Matt Taven. Like those guys are X Division guys. Like they can be the X Division champion and that could be the next thing for Trey Miguel is trying to defend uh, impact from these Ring of Honor guys. Because I just don't see Jake something being involved in that regard. Like Jake something versus PCO, Jake something versus Vincent, Jake something against bigger guys just seems like a better idea. Because if Jake something has this belt, what do you do with Trey Miguel? And Trey Miguel always seems like kind of forgotten about. Once he loses this belt, there's nothing for him to do. Yeah, you're, you know, you're right. So because of me realize this now that they do need to evolve the Otter No More story. I do agree that Trey Miguel is probably going to retain this belt to then lose to somebody in order no more, like Matt Taven. Yeah, and you can even... Matt Taven should be champion everywhere. Hey, I would take Matt Taven as, as my X-Division champion right now. I think that him and Trey Miguel would have, a, have an outstanding match. And I, I look at, uh, like, Vincent, it, it's funny because I, I didn't like Matt Taven a month ago, and now I like Matt Taven. I still don't like Vincent. I don't know what, what his deal is. I don't know if he, like, knows Sister Abigail. Like, what is his gimmick? 
he was a cult leader, and now he's part of this Honor No More, which does interest me, because I'm just like, is he no longer the leader of his family? Does he not have a family anymore? So his family's Honor No More since his family got released, and they're going to come back with ROH, but he's not. So who knows? Again, I'm curious like, where it's going to go when ROH comes back. Yeah, and he's like barefoot. I, I, I don't. Nothing's really explained, and I, and I know that to understand these characters, you probably needed to watch some Ring of Honor, but... I know who Mike Bennett is by the way he acts in Impact. I know who Matt Taven Matt Taven is doing, in my opinion, the best work of his career right now. Like I didn't watch a ton of his stuff in Ring of Honor. When I did see him, it was like, oh, generic Ring of Honor guy. He always did the same stuff and always said who he was. And so you always remembered it. And now it actually like comes out like it makes sense. Like arrogant guy from a different company showing. Remember when Scott Tamore like got him the the skybox and stuff like at the. Matt Taven carried that whole segment. Like I was like, Jesus, this guy's amazing. Why hasn't he always been this good? And Mike Bennett's just Mike Bennett. He's got the Boston Strong stuff on. He's got his hot wife with him. He's doing amazing work as Mike Bennett. Kenny King, always doing great work. Very confused why he was never Ring of Honor world champion. I'll say that forever. I don't understand that. Uh, we were confused why he was never Impact World Champion. Yeah, but they didn't really have anybody else they could have carried like he could. That was so strange. Like when I, when you look at his the end of his first of all him showing up in Impact was like he just told Ring of Honor to go fuck themselves. He was like a tag champ. His contract ran out. He left, and that just seemed like this guy's committed to this Impact. He was uh, the X Division champion when he was part of the Beatdown Clan. That made a lot of sense. That probably hurt his career more long term. Once he was like. I'm the smallest guy of this group. Like that probably didn't do him any favors. Uh, whenever you're underneath Lashley, Lashley's clearly the world champion of the bunch, and you're not going to be. You're not walking Armageddon. You're the pretty boy Pitbull. You were on The Bachelor. So, yes. What was I saying? Trey Miguel's going to win. I don't know how we got. <laughs> Trey Miguel is winning, so he can lose it to Matt Taven because he's Matt Taven. That turned into like a really big like we're we're booking it back. We watch this show. That made me realize how much I watch and know this show and like this show was the way we just went off on that long ass. Well, here's what I would do. You'd have Matt Taven win the exhibition title. You'd have Kenny King and Mike Bennett probably win the tag belt somehow. Like something, something else is going to happen here. So good brothers talk gallows, Carl Anderson with their new friends, Chris Bay and Jay White taking on VBD and they're being accompanied by the gorillas of destiny. So this is just kind of a filler match where we're, we're, putting some space in between god getting another match with the good brothers um but i think the good brothers keep the belts right it just that's the that whole short-lived uh what's it called when there are that alliance between vbd and the good brothers that's clearly over and this was the match that they were owed yes sadly no longer do the good brothers need that lethal dose of violence they've realized that they rely on themselves with the leader of Bullet Club, Jay White. Now they're going to have this, but we could see something happen after this match where Gorillas and Destiny do try to get their upper hand and hopefully get another title shot, most likely at Rebellion. Yeah, Rebellion is two months out. I think it's at the end of April. So we have, you know, we got time to build that and announce that. And I think that's another good match. Uh, at least the, re the rematch will be on. You got to pay for that one. I mean, th I know this is also a premium live event. But Rebellion's a extra premium live event. Yes, where you can only watch it on Fight or other sources. Or pay-per-view. Or just yeah. go live. Where's it going to be? Where's Rebellion at? Is it in Dallas? I'll go. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's also a text, even though it's going to be later in the month. They'd be like, you know what? People might still be here a month. Hey, like when I went to that wrestling show, I had a wrestling fever and I almost went to another show the next weekend. So I wouldn't be against impact rebellion showing its face in Dallas, Texas. Uh, let's see. It looks like it's not going to be there though. Oh, remember that moment? That was awesome. When Sammy Callahan like broke, uh, Trey Miguel, that was awesome. I almost killed him. It looked sick, that We're, table spot. Uh, it's going to be in New York, Poughkeepsie. Pff, I'm not going to that. Fuck Poughkeepsie. So, Gino, to, to carry on with the championship portion of our evening, let's go with the knockouts tag titles. The only two women's tag teams on the show are fighting one more time. The influence, Madison Rain and Tino Dashwood are taking on the inspiration. Inspiration, three minutes. I do agree with the inspiration win, but they're not the only women's tag team. We have Decay. We have a third one, so we're going to have a triple threat at Rebellion with all three of the women's tag. No, nah, they'll be on BTI taking on Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. Uh, oh, that's another team that doesn't have a name. I forgot. Yeah. I don't, well, are they a team? It's more like... One manager, like a muscle, heavy. Yeah, person. it's like Sean and Diesel. They were tag champs. Uh, to continue on... Uh, let's go with the Knockouts Championship. Triple, or it's a singles match, right? It's Tasha. Singles, which we don't know which one yet. It could be Tasha or Chelsea. It's going to be Tasha, right? We're not. We're, we're saving Chelsea and Mickey for Impact Rebellion. I do think they're going to save Chelsea for Rebellion. So, sadly, whoever it's going to be, Mickey wins. Tasha rules, though. I would love to see Tasha as the champ. Tasha should be champion. She should have won last event because it made perfect sense for the story. Her being the first ever Ultimate X winner, and they just don't care well, to give her the chance. We're not out of the woods, though. Like That's what I'm thinking is... Why, in the picture. Like It made me... And maybe this was they were testing it out. Like It made me look at Tasha way differently. Like When she came out during that match with the X, with Savannah, and you kind of saw like Mickey in the background, and it was like, you know what? Tasha could win this match. It made me look at her in a new light. So maybe people who weren't ready to see her as champion and they saw her almost win the belt, they were like, you know what? Maybe Tasha is for real. So maybe that loss helped her out a little bit more than a random win would have won. Like if she would have won, it would have been the upset of the century, the ass-kicking machine. But since we got a little bit more of a build, nah, Mickey James is going to win. Yeah, it's sadly true. Like, we both like Mickey, but we know that she's holding on to this for a big moment. The big moment should have happened with Deanna, kind of. Should have happened with Tasha, so they want to keep making and waiting for whatever the real big moment's going to be. Hopefully, a rebellion, whoever it's going to be, whether it be Chelsea, and she goes more into the hot mess of Laurel Van Ness, or it'll be someone else coming up randomly maybe roxy because we get we believe she signed with WWE because booker reported it then realized that he reported too early and falsely reported it so who knows where roxy really is if she is coming to WWE. dude i think that mickey's but I, I i don't like the way you said that i think mickey's having a great title run like i i, I like the matches i think that diana uh Look, we had a year of that. Like, it's fine that we're now getting some Mickey James. We're having a legend carry the belt. Maybe people that don't watch Impact Wrestling are like, oh, at least I know Mickey. I'll check it out. And she's having good matches with Deanna, with Tasha Steeles. So it's not as though this is a waste of a title reign. What is she doing? Uh, I know for you, you look at her as like an old piece of shit. Why is she winning this belt? Like, it, the matches have been really good. So 
I like that Tasha Steeles match, and I'm excited for this Tasha Steeles rematch. Hopefully, or again, it could be Chelsea. We don't know for sure, but yeah, they're going to not just toss it. Chelsea think just on free. Master Sexy fun. says Gino should Matt Morgan return and save TNA Hell Avatar for life. Do you think so? Do you think the Hellavator is making a comeback? I wouldn't. I would love if Matt Morgan came back, carbon footprinted and elevated everyone. Sold that title for Moose and just held on to that while he's there. It'd be amazing, but it's not happened. When did Matt Morgan leave Impact? Was I watching at that time? You. I don't remember when he left either. It might have been when you stopped. Isn't watching. that funny? Because he was. They almost had him at that championship level. I they was kept putting him and fucking Rob Terry near that title picture. Not those like the two guys they kind of pushed and stopped. <laughs> Rob Terry did not make it to the levels Matt Morgan did. I I, I don't right. mean to defend Matt Morgan like this, but Matt Morgan made him into pay per views with Jeff Hardy. Rob Terry never made him into the pay per view. You're right. Oh, right. <laughs> so yeah, it was the other guy it was Supermax. Supermax was the other guy that yes. stopped starting. Supermax pushing. and Matt Morgan, they were kind of like these guys are going to be champions one day, and they Two never big guys will be champions, and they never will win. They didn't pull the trigger. Well, I remember, and, and now that I I went and looked, so Matt Morgan did leave TNA in 2013, and I was watching, and I remember, remember he was doing the feud with Hogan where he had like Hogan's gold cape. And he was hanging out. He was fucking Joey Ryan, basically. Yeah, he was guy. hanging out with Joey Ryan. He was like Joey Ryan's sidekick, and nobody really knew why that had happened. So that was kind of the end of his run, I feel, in TNA, because clearly we had the amazing stuff with Crimson, and then that kind of fizzled out, and Matt Morgan. You know what to do with him. Just make him Joey Ryan. Oh, my gosh. He, it even says game. he came back in 2015 and feuded with with Vader? That's not true. He saved the returning Vader. That's what it says. So I don't. I, we might need to watch Impact from 2015. He's he returning Vader from an attack from Bram and clotheslined him to the floor. That all sounds awful. And that sounds great. Bram's awesome. In 2015, Vader was getting attacked by Bram, and Vader was saved by Matt Morgan. Which meant Matt Morgan would face Bram at Slammiversary 13. Morgan, That's awesome. all of, this all sounds awful. Okay, uh, you're, that sounds based as fuck. You had to have Rosemary too because the Rosemary was Bram, but that was 2015, so she was not. Where's Rosemary? Rosemary sucks. Nobody knows. Okay, she was definitely not around this time. She came a little after. She came a little bit after when she was with Bram, and then she had the backstory of how she became Rosemary. The, the ropes were green when she was there. Okay, That's, yes. I can confirm that. Uh, I wasn't a Bram guy. I like Tom Latimer, but no, not a Bram guy. Why was like Bram? You rather have him later now, which we should talk about Crockett Cup next week because that's coming. Soon. What was that? Comes next week. Did they ever explain why his name was Bram? Nope. That was the his worst part of it all. Because like, they had Magnus and his friend Bram. I was like, this is stupid. Like, it really yeah. made me not want to watch that show ever again. And it kind of is true. Because they were pushing Bram like he was this main eventer. And his name was Bram. And nobody ever said anything about it. Like, can somebody call this guy an asshole to his face? And because Tom. Well, that's like saying, why did this guy named Gunner? Why did this guy named Murphy? Okay, well, Murphy is a terrible name. Gunner, at least, you could say, like, well, that's like a military thing. He's a gunner. Murphy, fucking stupid, awful. Um, but Bram, and then, he, you know, you could say guys like Edge or Rock. At least Edge isn't like a real. Like, Bram is just like a weird. What is it? What is Bram? Bram is Bram. What? I'm going to look that up. What is Bram? Is it like an English thing? 
It might be, just like Tom Latimer. Let's see. Bram, definition of meaning. It says noun, a male given name. Quiz yourself. Effect versus effect. I don't, fuck this. Urban Dictionary Bram is the most awesome person on earth. He is awesome, funny, handsome, and whatever you can think of. He always thinks to aid you, and he always wins. Now, that's from Urban Dictionary, so I think that's – it looks like the poster was uh, Camille Brickhouse. Yes, so she agrees that Bram is based as fuck, and he should be world champion, and he's not going to win as Tom Latimer. He needs to go back to Bram. What is based? What is this? I, I, you always bring this word up, and I, I, is that being used correctly? Are you one of these hip kids yes. on the internet? I'm one of the kids. I'm, hip kids don't use based anymore. I'm I'm kind of an old head using based. The based is what I will always use. I feel like I'm an old head, and now you're being an old head to the old head, and you're saying based. <laughs> I don't know if that ever came in. Like I know based God, like that was only from Jim and them, and that was ten years ago. So is that when it was like a thing? Was 2012? It's about 2012, 2011. But I still say based and Kino. What color were the ropes in TNA when you started saying it? That's the only way I'm going to know. Because if it was before I, Green Rope, I probably heard it. I think it was before Green Rope I started like hearing it, but I didn't start like just saying it in my lexicon to like a few years ago. Your lexicon. Where I just like five, like when I started like using it regularly, it was about like five, six years ago. Is when I just started saying based. Gino, who's winning, Good Brothers or Violent by Design? I'm saying good, brothers. We got to keep this going to set up for Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Who's winning main event time, baby? We picked them all. We already know who's going to win all these other matches. The biggest one of the night, the Impact World Championship. Heath versus Moose. Who do you got? See, this is an amazing match we got right here. Two single-named men. Not Heath Miller, not Heath Slater. It's just Heath versus Moose. These two titans of wrestling. This man who is part of the nexus, part of the core with two R's and one R, depending on how you see it. You can see him finally getting his opportunity in a world championship match that we never thought we would see coming. He's got a job to moose in two minutes. Yeah, this honestly, that would be a good way to do this match. Like, this would be the main event. It's a spear and it's over. Moose grabs the stick and goes, is this my competition? And Josh Alexander returns, hits the ring. They brawl around. Tom Hannafin goes, what does this mean for rebellion? We need Josh Matthews. The comes up before any of that, before Josh Alexander. It's Brian Myers claiming that he deserves his shot at the world title because he will have his alternate commentary going at the same time at this main event match. Brian's getting is Morrissey still around? Was he on the shows this past week? He was not on the show last week. I don't oh, know. He Let said he, this week. he wants main event money. He's out of here. We lost Morrissey because Morrissey versus Myers is what I think we're getting because the learning tree is going to make a comeback and Myers and his tree, they're going to be trying to take out Morrissey all the way up until the until rebellion. And that's going to be three. Well, we already had like the learning tree against Morrissey one week was the entire learning tree against Morrissey. Morrissey and, they, and they want revenge. So that's why we're building towards rebellion. I don't think you heard me. So, yeah, it sounded like that Brian Myers cut him because they all lost. Yeah, but now they're they're back, dude. Brian Myers got a second chance. All right. He came face the, face the facts. They'll bring back the learning tree. They'll earn their spot again. Who's winning Six. at Wrestle Revolver? Moose or Speedball? Moose. Yeah, no, what is this? Like, it, it does seem like we're not building up enough top baby faces here in Impact Wrestling because who is the next in line? Like, it just seems like Moose uh, has to turn face. If Moose turns face, he can work against the Honor No More peeps. 
true. But also at the same time, he doesn't have to be a face to fight against because there was this segment, again, we watched this, where he was face to face with the Arno Morgan. I said, like, as long as you don't get in my way, you're fine. Like, they might get in his yeah, way. They're gonna get in his way. Yeah, they're going to get in his way. Yeah, they're definitely getting in his way. Like, this is wrestling. But that's what I, that's what I, like, we, we talked about Jake, something's going to lose. Like, he's not, he's not ready for a title feud. Uh, like no there's guys like Rhino. Kids are just as bright and just as talented. Rhino will. I guess Macklin's kind of a baby face, right? Like Macklin, he is be. a baby face. He's like, fuck them for believing that I would turn my back on this cup that I joined, which was a great promo. Kevin Two with the on fire just spell. Just as talented. Spliff kids. with a hydrate. Mm. Again, this was an amazing impact we had last week. And this week's go home show, this paper is going to be amazing. Premium live event will be amazing. This premium live event is going to be stacked. I can't wait to see it. Uh, thankfully, Mike Bennett will be there, Gino. He doesn't have a match. I know that that's always a prerequisite. If Mike Bennett's there, I better see him wrestle, but I don't get that this time. Nor Matt Taven. How do we not get a Matt Taven match? So Yeah, we don't get the OGK in a match, but I, I get believe a, they are going to be in the Crockett Cup. I get a fucking Rhino versus Eddie Edwards match. Like That sounds awful. I could get any other iteration of that. And what do you know about this Crockett Cup? Are you pretending to care or what? I actually kind of do care about the Crockett Cup, especially the world title match. It's Nick Aldis versus Matt Cardona with Jeff Jarrett as the referee. It's going to be an amazing match that's going to be. But isn't it still at the end of it all? Isn't that still going to be Matt Cardona versus Nick Aldis? Like, isn't that? And it's still going to be Matt Cardona beating the hell out of Nick Aldis. Because <sighs> Nick Aldis does not deserve having Sweet Charlotte back. You love Matt Cardona. Do you remember Matt like I watch Matt Cardona now, and it's fine. It's not anything amazing, though. You love this guy. He is probably one of the best in the world right no, now. No, he's your favorite wrestler. Like, there's no doubt in my head. Him and Brian Myers again. They the major players just had amazing tag matches. They had to lose, but Joey Janela finally learned the light that fucking Matt is trying to show about Xbox. He's just a loser who shouldn't be in there. He was riding the coattails, Joey Janela. Yeah, like like you you love this yeah, Matt Cardona. It's so much of this, you know. Look, he's in great shape. I'll hand that to him. It's fun to hear him talk about it on Talk Is Jericho. But when I'm watching his stuff, it's still Matt Cardona. It's still Zack Ryder. He may still be Zack Ryder to you, but he is Matt Cardona now. He's finally freed. Is there to be who he was meant to be this entire time? He is no longer that shitty developmental character Zack Ryder was for years in WWE. He's finally free and himself to be the best wrestler in the world. I'll take your word for that. But, yeah, like La Rebellion, uh, we've seen them wrestle a few times. Uh, the End, Odinson, were they? oh, yeah, they always were called The End. I don't know yeah. the Hawks guys, Strictly Business, I know. I know Jordan Clearwater. I know Marche Rocket. This is the most indie shit I've ever heard. Douglas Williams in question mark. Question mark. Yeah, died. I believe he uh, his uh, tag team partner was just announced to be uh, what's his name the uh, Doug uh, D H Smith. Oh, David Hart Smith. Uh, Douglas Williams, by the way. Just as bright and just as talented. Thank you for the stay safe spell. Uh, with the question mark, that's offensive, Gino. Josephus died. Why are it they is. putting? It should have had it be to be announced on this site. Josephus is dead, so yes, and they have to update this because yes, it was D. H. Smith they announced to be his tag. Dominic Garini's alive. Yes. Why is he not in MLW? 
because MOW is doing other shows and I guess he was pre-booked for other things and MOW does not want to be like how they used to be where like fuck you you have to do our shows and no other indie shows oh thank goodness I thought he was like dead like the, the yeah. crippler of Canton Ohio I couldn't believe when he wasn't on the MLW relaunch so glad he's alive hopefully he's coming back to MLW very soon because Richard Holiday turned on Hammerstone things are not he okay that was such a big moment what do you think of and Alicia Toot Trying to be a villain, isn't it the worst? Trying to be a heel with him, yeah, it's not that great. And he had, I decided because I was bored, I watched this interview with them and uh, Ryan, uh, Sean Ross Sapp, and him just trying to be a bad guy with her. It's not good because she's not good at being a heel. Holiday's great at being a heel, yeah. but because uh, he's just MJF. I mean, his character is just MJF. You, you are now a better a better MJF. Okay, hold He's on. He's a businessman, unlike MJF. Well, I do enjoy that he sells the coffee. I like that he calls people the consumers. Like he has little, he has little niches here that I enjoy. I love when he does things like that. You're breathing rare fight hair. Uh, the d- dynastic coffee with a Starbucks logo. Like a lot of the stuff he does is hilarious. And he was a heel. Like they turned him babyface quietly. Like they didn't tell us they were doing that. And he was just hanging out with Hammerstone. Like, no, we're the dynasty. We're we're best friends. Since I'm your friend, we're clear. I'm clearly a baby face now. And they always alluded to him and Alicia Toot having like a secret romance. And it just took this long to finally do the unveiling of that. But Alicia Toot is not good at this character. Nope. But it's again, the Croc Cup. I think it's going to be good. We're going to have Matt Cardone hopefully winning that title, keeping it. And then we're going to have that four way, which should be good. Darius Lagar, Colby Reno, Homicide, Austin Aries, where Austin Aries is going to win that junior heavyweight. The first time back in years. Oh, it's they're bringing back the NWA time. Junior Heavyweight title? Yes. Oh, I like that. forward. That's pretty it's sweet. Gino, so many things that have happened. Uh, yeah. I, I watched three episodes of Attack on Titan. I'm working my way through yeah. that. It's a slow burn. Did you like Attack on Titan? I did enjoy it up to the end, yes. I enjoyed every single bit of it, even the end. Okay, I good. Up All right, I'm, I'm getting through it. It's a struggle. This character's a bitch. I don't like when there's always a male character who acts like a little bitch. I guess maybe they feel like that's easy to relate to, but when you're a 31-year-old male who's like, fucking shut up, you little fuck. You can't do shit. Like, yes, I was really annoyed. Like, but they do, you then get that moment where they finally are no longer bitch. They just fucking wreck shop on everything. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll get there, but yeah, he's a little fucking pansy-ass bitch, all right? I'm just throwing that out there. I forget his name already, Aaron or something. And uh, Gino, let's talk about you. How are you, my friend? It's, we haven't talked about your, because you kept telling me you were cleaning the room, doing chores. Before we go, what is the life status of Gino? Are you outside? Life is doing well. I'm staying, like, getting some time out in the sun to, like, get that real air just yeah. being back one with nature while also doing like work around this house still like keep myself active keep myself going and being motivated to be staying in a positive mindset like you know not really see things bad like i know so yeah because you're always sad and it really is strange to hear the sadness and then like you know you're staying in a positive mood but like when does it become like i got my own apartment i got my own oculus i jerk off with all my friends like what's the next thing you know that's thing. I don't know when that next thing is. I do need to plan out when I do take that step to get a full-time job again and be back out in the public full-time. Yeah, we got to get you like a career, though. I'm worried that you're going to get a job at Arby's and you're going to quit it in like six weeks. And you were like, I tried. 
I got my job at Arby's and I hated it. Like, no, we need to get you like a career. Like you're my age. You could be a banker. You could be like an investment banker. What are your thoughts on blockchain technology? I think that is kind of where we're going to be going is the future with people finally having the freedom to invest and not have it be so strictly again with having all the not taxes, but all the shit where your money is not entirely yours and free to go all the way that it can be used. So I'm looking forward to where the future will go. But at the same time, we also have all these, again, dump and bump pump schemes that are always going to be around like uh, the dink doink coin that fucking Logan Paul is all about, (laughs) which I still don't believe this whole meme coins. They're all just fake cash. I'm not a meme coin guy. I, I did not get to talk about the gold, the gold investments with Geezy. I, I'm a big – I believe in gold, dude. I don't care what anybody says. At first, I was against it. I was like, what the hell do you do with it? But you buy gold, you know, and it appreciates over time, and suddenly you're looking at returns like 30%. And why are we not getting gold? Have you ever been to atmex.com? I have not, but I did go to Global Force Gold at one time, which I was like, is this real gold? But it was not real gold. Why would it not be real gold? It's so easy for these guys to just throw your logo on a gold bar, charge me two grand for it, and I'll buy it. Like I'm looking at gold seriously as if you just put aside like $100 a month, you can definitely get gold. Like It's just easy. And then, like I said, you go to Pawn Stars in 30 years or to some gold exchange, and they will pay you market value. They won't pay you market value, but they'll pay you like you know a percentage of market value for your gold. And... Like, you look at the prices of gold over the last 30 years. Do you know, we could be fucking millionaires, but we didn't buy any gold 30 years ago. That's true. We didn't buy gold 30 years ago. We didn't try to mine for Bitcoin 30 years ago. But I did say in chat earlier on when you were discussing, it's never too late to mine for Bitcoin. That's we true. We try to get the bias and start mining. Bitcoin's going crazy uh, lately. It went up there. Like, I really, the, the, the trickiest part with buying, you know, Bitcoin is it got up to what 60k last November and everybody was like this is the best and then it crashed and it got back down to like 38 and people were you know oh my gosh Bitcoin's dead and then it dropped down to like 33 and now it's back up at 44 and people are really losing their shit like because for me someone who doesn't own any Bitcoin it's too late I'm not buying any now I, I missed it. I bought some Ethereum today because it was when I bought it. It was at twenty eight, twenty like twenty eight hundred. Now it's at three thousand, so I made money off of that. But for the most part, like I just feel like I missed the Bitcoin boat. Oh, Cardano's dropping. Should we buy some? You could buy some right now, but as I was saying, yeah, you, you, we could always mine it. That's thing. You don't have to buy it. You can always like try and get your computer, your device, and actually just begin taking that time to really mine this Ethereum, mine Bitcoin. Look, I just throw my money in the mines and in the farm. I just stake it. Stake it. Use my money as collateral. Do your shit. Get me more coins. Uh, I've made like seven cents today. Nice. Each day you're going to make little (laughs) by little, but soon you're going to make the house. Dude, seven cents a day is what? I mean, that's got to be a lot of money after like seven years, right? Yeah, that's going to be a lot after seven years, but that's why you got to keep spending in that seven cents into other Bitcoin and other, like, just other crypto. Altcoins, we more. call them, Gino. We call them altcoins, okay? Alternative currency, yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, altcoins is how me and all my cool friends now, that's how we all say it. So, wait, so let's just, let's just assume, uh-oh, let's just assume 
That I do. Yeah, what Four did I say? kids are just as Ten cents just a day. As as white kids. That's a good round number. Oh, thanks. Sorry, cast the hydrate spell. Mm. Yes, we're going to see how this goes. Ten cents a day. Let's Ten see cents a day. And let's just say there is 365 days in a year, right? I mean, for the most part. So you're looking at $36.50 a year, right? Let's just yes. say over seven years, I just made 255 bucks, you know, righteous bucks, dude. I could almost go to WrestleMania. Yes, you could almost go to WrestleMania, but then you got to think, what really will you want to go in those two, again, that next seven years? Will you want to go Mania or go to what GCW's going to do when it becomes number two? I'm surprised those GCW tickets are 50 bucks. They can go fuck themselves. That's a lot of money. It's a lot, but it's worth it for some of these cards that they pull up, man. That's the thing. You got to see what's really worth it. Because, again, there's going to be a lot of GCW events coming in Texas. You got to see which one do you really want to go to. If Tony Deppin's on the card, I don't see myself paying $50 for it. Like, it just seems like that that doesn't – unless he's, like, part of a battle royal. Like, there's no way you could get me to spend 50 bucks on a Tony Deppin event. What if it's Tony Deppin versus Johnny Superstar? Uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Caballero. Yeah, Johnny Caballero. Yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't watch that. Tony Deppin sucks. Uh, all things sign in the chat. What coins should I buy? Good question. I'm a big CRO guy, but that's because I use crypto.com. The other coin I'm all about is Ethereum. That's just the one. I'm an Ethereum boy. I always, you got to make sure you always have some Ethereum. And then the other one I always have is this one, Cosmos, which is dropping Geno. Should we buy more? You might want to buy more. That's what I'm saying. You got seven cents more right now, but you're going to be able to get even more more than just seven cents as long as you do buy very low, and then you can sell even higher. Well, because I'm learning 5% APY on my Cosmos right now on Coinbase. I do have a Coinbase account as well. I really only use crypto.com, but I did start on Coinbase, and I just I withdrawed some of the money from that, but I have left $20 in there, and it's almost all on cosmos there were, there was like maybe five or seven dollars on like ethereum but the rest of it's on cosmos i'm a big believer in cosmos 13 dollars worth of believing but it's it's it started at like eight so it grew a lot and it just keeps growing so i'm a big fan of cosmos uh, a lot of people are sold on um i think axie infinity this is the yeah axs this is the one that's for like GameFi. so as uh, by the way everything i say is not investment advice do your own research whatever that thing is this is the big one for like the metaverse you know for like gaming people are all about this uh, axie infinity for gaming dogecoin is uh, on the come up but you can see gino there was a huge spike and then it just collapses so that's why i can't do these coins and look this was shiba inu i bought it and it like was right around here and then i had a feeling it was going to collapse so i sold it i was like no nah, i don't want to trust that shit it, it doesn't have any function i don't know what it's for i, I i'm not cameron grimes okay I understand you're not. You you want to see immediate increase. You don't want like be on for the entire ride. You don't want like hodl and just keep the money there and not worry about it until you really see an amazing increase that you didn't expect. Like if I'm a, if I'm for the ride, it's it has to be coins that have like a like a market cap higher, you know, or that have just there's got to be more money involved in it. Like that's what I need. So Gino. I think you did it, my friend. I think you're going to get this job. I'm excited to see what happens for you in the future. I'm I'm glad you're in a good mood, but we don't need you in a good mood. You know, we need you to be successful. You could be the voice of GCW. You could be next to the guy who curses all the time. Like, isn't that what you want? I would love to be next to Kevin Gillen. Just talk to him about JCW. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, yeah. Kevin Gillen. 
if I met Kevin Gill, that would probably be most of my questions too. Like, what was it like trying to put that shit together? Because it sounds like a fucking nightmare. But also, maybe we could get Kevin Gill on here. I don't know. He's too big time. That would be based to fuck talk to Kevin Gill. He works for GCW. He's too big for us. He's too big. Gino, we did it. Uh, I think we covered it all. We talked about Bram more than I thought we would tonight. Uh, Bram remains one of the most polarizing figures. And honestly, I, I know I bring this up. One of the death knells of Impact Wrestling for me was Bram becoming more and more of a focus. So I, that sounds weird, but I think Bram might have been what killed TNA for me. You think it was Bram, so you should have been Tom Latimer from the beginning, and then you would have loved it, even if he wrestled the exact same way yes. and just said the name Tom Latimer. Yeah, if he was Tom Latimer and he was just a guy from England, I think that would make a lot more sense to me. But Bram, who was supposed to be like Abyss, like, you know, one-name guys in TNA all have a kind of trend where they do monsters ball matches and we think that they're extreme and we're kind of unsure where what their whole story is. It's got to be a little cryptic, like Relic. So luckily, he changed his name to Tom Latimer, started making out with Camille, became a lot more desirable for me, you know? Yeah, I know it. You brought up Relic again. He's that's killer spelled backwards, so we always need to remember it. His promos literally were just he would murder his opponent, which I loved. He would just describe how he would murder them and use their bodies as different things. Again, Relic was based. He was awesome. Loved Relic. Yeah, look, I <laughs> you loved it. It's funny. I mean, he was literally just threatening to kill his opponent. Well, that I, was his promos. I do enjoy that he's got a Mark E D video about him and it's like, I loved him and it's like well, we have a whole we have a whole YouTube series where we talk about how much he sucks. So, uh, That's yes, big people think he sucks, but again, his promo skills were the best. But jo- yeah, jo- kill Johnny the Bull Stamboli threatening to kill people is really what got Gino going yes. when it was time for for all uh, the detailed ways that he would kill. Like that whole problem he had against Eric Young was great. That he would use his skull as a glass and fucking drink Chardonnay and all the things he would do was he's cool. Love Trevor. Well, it didn't last long. Him and Black Rain didn't work out the way we all thought it would. But now we, he doesn't do anything anymore. Before. I don't think he, yeah. He's not, he might be in GCW this weekend. But we did it, Gino. We talked about all the wrestling there was to talk about. The official podcast of Impact Wrestling Sacrifice. I think we covered it all. Any parting words before we go? I just hope everybody that's listening and watching here tonight, you have an amazing night. And I'll see you again next week. I'll see you everybody tomorrow, well, immediately as following. Brain, just as as white Thank you so much, all Thanks, Sign, for the hydrate. Mm. Good water. I was thinking of going to the gym, Gino. I'm going to bed. Fuck it. Have a good night, everybody. I'll be here tomorrow for the whole fucking show with Kev Be Cool. Flipmaster Sexy says wetsuit Gino. Hell yeah, Gino.